What is up, YouTube family? Welcome back to another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. And today I got Austin, man. He closed six deals in about a month, a month and a half. Boom, Austin. Boom. How much is your first wholesale deal, baby? First wholesale deal is 30K. How much is your second one? Second one is 15,000. Third. Third, 25. Fourth. 16,500. Fifth. Fifth is going to be a wholesale deal, a hotel deal. So that's anywhere from 30 to 53K I'll be making on that property. Woo! And what is your sixth one? Sixth one is a land deal. This one's going to be anywhere from $1,000 to $13,000, depending on what developer I can go with on that one. Dude, bro. And uh, how old are you now? I am 22 years young. Dang, dude. So, and how long have you been doing this? So I've been doing this, I've been studying uh, real estate investing for maybe about five months, six months, but I didn't start my business until, you know, towards the beginning of February. I got all these six contracts under contract in the first 30 days of owning my business. Bro, dude, it, it almost seems to be too, it almost seems too good to be true, dude. Yeah. So let's get, dude, that's crazy. So it took you five months to study the game and it took you one month to execute and got five, 60 under contract. That's correct. Sold. So four of them, two of them already sold. Uh, all and the rest of them are in escrow right now. Three of them will be the three. The three of them will be uh, closing on Friday, and then the last one I have like a land deal. It's gonna be like six months. I have a six month uh, contract for that one. D dude, bro, I want to say, dude, I want to say, congrats, man. For those of you who's watching, honestly, if you recently closed your first wholesale deal, shoot me a text. Actually, shoot me a text message. Show me the picture of the checks or the wire transfer over to 206-208-0676. I love to bring you on an interview just like this. And the reason I do this is to inspire and motivate those of you who are out there who's struggling to get your first deal. Because I know how it felt, dude. Um, it took me six months to get my first deal in a contract. So I know when you're going through that, you need to see somebody that are in the game, not just King Kong doing it, but someone else in the game that can actually make this happen a lot of people saying wholesale, listen, it's not it's simple, but it's not easy. No business is easy. It takes a massive amount of hard work and patient and persistent. So anyways, Austin, for those of you who don't know, man, who don't know you, dude, a little bit about your background, bro. Yeah, 100%. So my name is Austin, Austin Lupercio with Lupercio Realty Investments. Me, a background about me, um, I've been an entrepreneur for pretty much my whole life. Um, you know, going back to even when I was in fifth grade, nine years old, I learned how to bake cookies from scratch and I would bag what? them up and, and sell them in school. I had no idea what I was doing, but I was selling them at a bag of peace. Um, and, you know, it went transpired through high school. Um, I went to college, ended up dropping out my very first semester, started my first automotive detailing business. You can see uh, the detailing stuff is right there, my Dang, outfit bro. that I had. Um, and then I had did that about a year and a half. I started an online uh, e-commerce store and I did that about eight months to a year. And I studied viral marketing and drove viral traffic to my website to get sales. And then I started flipping cars maybe about a year ago. I was making a lot of money doing that. And then now I started doing real estate and essentially it's the same thing as any other sales thing, but in the niche of real estate. So, you know, that's why I believe I experienced so much success this far is because it's, I've had a little bit of sales experience before. Um, but that's a little bit of a highlight about me and much, much more to come. The, the resume is only going to get 10 times bigger. Boom, bro. I love it. Now, for those of you, listen, if you have sales skills, dude, you should just go be an entrepreneur. If you have sales skills, I promise you, dude, I don't care what business you're in, you will crush it. 
could be Amazon, could be Daytree, whatever it is, you would crush it. Now, if you already at a young age, for those of you who maybe you might not discover yourself, okay? So let me, let me say this. If you're just like Austin at a young age where you already kind of have that entrepreneur spirit, dude, college is just a waste of time, all right? I know, you know, some of you are being pressured by your parents, but let me share this with you. You got one life and one shot. Do you, are you going to wait up? Are you going to wake up eight years from now and living your life this whole time for someone else, which is your parents telling you to go to college to get a degree where you don't even care about, or you can just do what you do, follow your heart, right? Follow your heart and go and, and go take the chance of being entrepreneurship and wake up eight years later and living the life that you want. 100%. The choice is yours, my friend. 100%. But I'm telling you, life is short. All right, eight years living for someone else. When you wake up, you're gonna regret that you have already wasted that eight years. And now to start a business again, it's gonna take you, most people say it takes 10 years for an overnight success, which means if you start from the bottom, it's gonna take you 10 years to get to me to become a millionaire. That's, that's what it means to me. It takes 10 years for an overnight success. So think about that. It's not a get rich quick. So whatever it is that you decide to do, you just need to put in a 10 years of time frame of what it's going to really take you from nothing. So you, as you can see, so I don't count as Austin as starting from real estate five months ago when he started learning. No, you go back to the day that he decided to become an entrepreneurship. Then it's going to take him 10 years, right, to get to whatever it is, because you're going to go through the trial, the air, you're going to test out, right, this business, that business, and then you're going to basically, you know, eventually will find one that really suits you and you take that to the next level. So when I dropped out of high school when I was 17, I worked at a J-O-B for eight years, eight years of my life because I didn't know any better. There wasn't, social media wasn't like it is today where you can, you know, it mainly just YouTube when I first started. And so don't like, like you got one, one life, one shot. 100%. One thing that. I can say off of that too is that one thing I always say is that you live life, you experience life through your own eyeballs. So therefore you need to make decisions based on what you want to do. No matter it's, if it's your parents trying to influence you, friends, family, whoever it may be, it doesn't matter. When I first started when I was 18 and I dropped out of college, I had no support. My friends are making my friends at the time were making fun of me. My family didn't support me because there is, I'm the first generation essentially as an entrepreneur. So they couldn't see the same vision that I seen, but with myself, I knew that my work ethic was guaranteed and I knew exactly where I wanted to go. So I knew the path I wanted to take and college wasn't part of that. And yes, college is a good thing. It could be a bad thing, but depending on where you want to go, if you need it, go to it. If you don't, don't go to it because like, like, like Kong is saying, you know, you can spend that time, you know, instead of learning about history and random stuff, you can actually utilize that time to learn how to develop skills inside of you and your business, therefore setting you up know creating bigger stepping stones so for down the road you can create a huge empire and like i said like kong is saying do stuff you know make decisions based off of what you want to do no matter what because at the end of the day you know you're living life through your own eyeballs oh bro i love that man so listen man when i dropped out of high school same things friends family obviously called me a loser that i wasn't going to succeed to anything but one thing i do have it's been, I have the work ethic, man. I, I told my parents, dude, straight up. I said, I will work from the bottom and work my way up. I don't care if I have to clean toilet. I don't care if I'm, I'm, I'm a janitor. But most of you that have a degree that go to college and think you're so smart that you 
or putting down these jobs where, you know, like you got your ego takes over. Dude, I don't care what I do. As long as moral, I can clear, I can be a janitor and I work my way up. So, um, you know, so now guess what? I, I do it. I have two friends, really good friends, super smart. 4.0 in high school, went to one of them, go to a four year, the other one, eight years in college. Guess what? They mix, both of them combined, makes less than what I make in a month. <laughs> While they spent 10 years or eight years going to college to get a degree, I spent those eight years to build a foundation. So once they start building a foundation, dude, I'm already building a castle, baby. You know what I mean? Like yep. I I'm already building a castle, baby. Like yep. you can't keep up anymore, dude. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And they're, they're barely starting off at that point too. And one thing I said when I dropped out of a college, says I said that these four years that everybody else is going to college, I'm going to utilize to build myself up to the top person I can be. And on top of that, develop skills for a business and therefore create a foundation for my business. So by the time these people are graduating and barely getting into the real world, all already have been in the real world for four plus years. And on top of that, develop my skills and already have a foundation for a business. And I, as you can see, I already made, you know, I'm getting six digits my first month of real estate, but this is because of the work I put in. So now imagine me barely starting, you know, right now, like other, everybody else getting out of college four years later, I would barely be off to the races versus me. I was off to the races for four plus years ago. So like Kong is saying, depending on what you want to do, right, you have to choose something for you, not for anybody else, right? Don't just go to school and become a doctor or a lawyer because your family wants you to do things because you want to. And if you want to become a lawyer or doctor, great, good for you. But if you don't pick the path of something that is what you want to do. And that's how you actually experience true success and happiness. Bro. Oh man, dude. I just want to talk. I just want to talk on this topic just a little bit more because I see this so much all over TikTok, bro. Now, listen, you know, Austin, I, like a lot of people think like Kong, you know, you didn't get a degree, so now you're sour. You're talking down people that uh -huh. have a degree, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I don't do it. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> if you want to go to college because you want to be something that needs that certificate, dude, I'm proud of you. Go do that, right? That's what you want to do. Don't, don't let me influence you by saying how much money you make from entrepreneur. The money is not going to make you happy if being a doctor, a lawyer with a degree is going to make you happy. You go do that. But what I'm here is to show people, all right, to inspire the one that were just like me. That says, Kong, I don't know, man, school is just not for me, but I'm being pressured and I'm being pulled from my parents, from my teacher, from my friends saying, this is the only path. I'm here to give, to show you that I'm a living proof that there is other ways to make a lot of money without the college degree. Both takes works. Going to college is hard. Becoming an entrepreneur is hard. You choose your heart, baby. But you got to understand, you know, when people go to college and click up all these college debts, you come out, you graduate. Most of you think like you get this high paying job. You, you get this high paying right away. No, you got to work your way up. Right. And then guess what? You're going to spend the next, I don't know how many years to pay off your college debt. Then you finally get it start from ground zero. When I started, I already start from ground zero. I got no debts. I start from ground zero. So everything I make, I start to save. I'm already building up. You see, that's the difference. And a lot of people will be like, well, Kong, what if I get, what if I get to go to college with, uh, what, what is it? Uh, sponsorship? What is it? Sponsorship or whatever? Uh, scholarship. Yes. <laughs> you see that? Uneducated. <laughs> yeah. So most people are like, Kong, what if I get a scholarship? 
So my question to you is, are you going to college because if you got a scholarship because it's free? Let me tell you what's not free. It's your time. Four to eight years of your life is not free. So if, you, if, if the degree is not what you want, and, and because college is free, you, so you're going to waste four to eight years of your life just because it's free? Come on, man. She, YouTube is free. YouTube University is free. And when you graduate from YouTube, let me tell you, you don't make six-figure, baby. You freaking make seven-figure plus. Shit, and it's free. And most of you will, most of you say it's a scam. Come on. And college <laughs> is not a scam. Shit. <laughs> college teach you what this. How to get a degree to get a J-O-B. That's what they teach you. They don't teach you to become financially free. They don't teach you to build multiple stream of income. They don't tell you to be your own boss. Dude, and then when you go through that four to eight years, guess what happened to your brain? They brainwash you to become an employee. That's what happened. Anyways, Austin, let's go ahead, dude. Let's jump into your first wholesale deal, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, really quick too, kind of going off of what you're saying, um, you know, the thing is that, you know, with, with we live in a, an actual generation, a first generation experience and acts of freedom and of access of information. So really we can learn anything that we want online, right? You don't necessarily yep. need school to do the things that you want to do versus my parents and the people before maybe had to go to a library and, you know, figure out and know the right people to be in that circle with us. We don't need that anymore. That's all a thing in the past. So therefore, really, our generation is unstoppable because we have the access to information to all these coaches, to Kong, to watching people do wholesale stuff. Now, really, the only thing that's limiting is yourself and you, you telling yourself that you can't do it. Right. But. Just had to touch on that really quick because I'm passionate just as you. Come, no, so. dude, me too, bro. I'm, dude, I'm so passionate on this topic because I see, I see all these, you know, young, like, th like they can have a, such a better future, but they're so brainwashed, right? But it's because the whole school system. And let me tell you, when you start to go against your parents or your friend and become this entrepreneur, because, dude, the, the reason why they go against you is because their whole life they were an employee. Their whole life, they were working for a job, so they so they didn't know. So to, to them, that's all they know. So for you to go out and try to do something different, they're gonna try to protect you and say, "Hey, that's not gonna work." So you know, so you gotta understand when you try when you go in, you you gotta understand. Ninety nine percent of the people that you talk to, is has an employee mindset. Trust me, when your friend is an entrepreneur, they will not tell you, "Oh, you know, go to college." Oh, you know, uh, that's the only, they will not tell you that. Okay. So you got to understand. So be careful who you surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. Right. And then, you know, I heard the saying, they, they say that your income is the average of the five people you hang around with. And too many of you are surrounding yourself with losers. People that go to college, drink, drunk, go clubbing every single weekend, girls, guys, or whatever it is, right. They waste all their life away for that. And a lot of you will be like, well, Kong, you know, well, you know, enjoy life. Let me tell you this, baby. Enjoy life. You got to understand that there's a price to everything. And the price must be paid up front. So you want to go to college? You want to have fun? You want to go party? Do that. And guess what? You wake up at 30, starting your life at zero. You wake up at 40, starting your life at zero dollar in your bank account. Guess what I did? I made the sacrifice. I knew the price that I have to pay. When I was 18, 19, 20, in my mid, even my late 20, guess what I do? All I did was eat, work, and sleep. But you see, I knew 
if I praise the price today, I'll be able to live the life I want tomorrow. So when I was 30 something, man, when my friends and when my friends and family were stuck at the J-O-B for the rest of their life, guess what I was doing? Dude, I was making my own schedule. I wake up whenever I want, go wherever and work with whoever the F I want. Nobody tells me what to do anymore. And a lot of you are in your 19, 18, you think 30 is old or 30 something is old. Let me tell you, dude, I used to think like that. But when I'm 30, I'm 30 something now. And dude, I, I honestly feel like I'm, I'm just starting life. And honestly, like you still have the energy where I can go anywhere, right? So, I mean, listen, the choice is yours. But you, you got to understand that the price must be paid. Have the fun now and stick, with the hard, and, and stick with the hard life or pay the price now and have an easy life later. The choice is yours, my friend. Most people want to get fit and look good, but don't want to go to the gym. Same thing. And to me, success, it's like, it's like a marriage. It takes commitment. If you want to become successful, you got to commit. And when I say that, what I really mean is you, you know for a fact that you're gonna have bad days. You know for a fact that you're gonna have stress because just like a marriage, it's not perfect. You're gonna fight, you're gonna argue. There's time where you, you wanna break up, but it's the commitment that actually stick you guys together. So just like success, it's the commitment that you like, you know what, regardless of what happened, I will get to the top and you will push through all the obstacles. And if you don't have that commitment, I'm sorry, my friend. Maybe stick with the J-O-B. It's probably better, better for you. 100%. And the funny thing is that everything that you said is exactly the same thing that I've talked about to other people around me, too. As we know, birds of a feather flock together, right? So mm. if, you, if you plan on going somewhere far, right, being a millionaire, multimillionaire, billionaire, right, you have to ask yourself, are the people that I surround myself with, are they on the same path or are they on the, are they on the path of the J-O-B, right? And one thing that you can say is that when you – when you give out your, your opinion or you want somebody's opinion about the things you're going to do, for example, starting a business, you have to ask yourself, is this person that I'm going to ask for their opinion, are they an entrepreneur? Are they a business owner? Or are they mm. somebody who works at a job, right, at a job? And if they're going to be working at a job or aren't in the position that I want to be, maybe I shouldn't be asking for their opinion based on, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, right? And one thing that you notice, right, about this whole entire conversation between Kong and I thus far is that it's what's, what's, been, what's in between the ears. It's about the mindset, right? One thing that you'll figure out as you go along is you start seeing and noticing all these patterns and all these successful people, right? These millionaires, multimillionaires, billionaires, is that it's about the mindset. So get your mind right first, figure out what you want to do, and the rest will follow, and the rest will fall into place. Dude, gosh, man. I, honestly, man, I love this topic just so, so much, you know? And I read this quote um, just, I think, a week or two ago. And to me, it's so powerful. You got to understand, your dreams is meant for you, not for them. So if you can see that those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. You got to understand that. And let me tell you, when you sit down, when you sit down, you have a conversation with me versus someone else is completely different. And I see this happen in my family. Like when I go home, I'm not, I'm not like what I am on camera, which means I don't express my opinion because I know that my friends and family, I don't want to cause any drama, right? And when, and when I see nephew sits down with their parents, their parents are like, oh yeah, hey, you know what? Go for this. Oh, the, uh, like, hey, 30 bucks an hour is good for, you know, 20 bucks an hour is good. But if you talk to me, I don't, I don't say per hour. Dude, what you want is you rather do commission not hourly pay. 
because hourly pay this max commission there's no max you can make as much as you want as little as you want right so you gotta understand when you talk just like just like austin just said man whoever you talk to and i see people get the i see people do this all the time oh Kong, um i want to get an opinion oh you know um a realtor just told me that you can't wholesale is illegal the question you should ask is do they wholesale have they successfully done wholesale? And if they don't, then why the why the F do you want to listen to them? They've never done it before. We're like, well, why would you listen to somebody, one, that never done what you want to do, two, and that are not successful? Period. All right, Austin. Wholesale deal, man. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Okay, cool. Yeah, and um, so, okay. So, very, very first deal I ever got. So, I started prospecting back in February, right? Um, so to okay. kind of give you guys an understanding, okay, February, 2021, yeah, February, 2021, the actual first day I started cold calling was February 9th and I got everything okay. on camera too with, so I was able to look back on it even to this day. Um, oh, nice. but yeah, so, uh, so with that being said, I was, so the system that I had for marketing was I was cold calling and I was text blasting. Right. And, uh, for cold calling, what I was specifically doing every single week was I was getting at least 40 contacts to 60 contacts a day with me cold calling, meaning what a contact is for the people who don't know is that I, somebody answers the phone and I get off my very first beginning of my script, right? Hey, uh, Mr. Seller, this is Austin. Just want to see, this is basic, but just want to see if you'd be interested in a cash offer on your property over on 123 Main Street. And no, no matter what that, what happens after that, for me, that counts as a contact. So I had to at least get 40 to 60 contacts uh, uh, a day and I work six out of the seven days a week. So I did that for three weeks straight. And then finally, off of one of those cold calls, I finally got somebody who showed me interest in actually selling the property. Uh, with this particular person, it took a while. It took a long time. It took about anywhere from eight to 12 actual follow-up calls to get the property under contract. But, um, you know, once again, this guy showed a lot of interest. And, you know, at first he was very, very hesitant. I got it under contract um, after, you know, overcoming a lot of objections over and over and over. I ended up finding out actually through the discussion that his wife was kind of the one who was pulling the strings. So I was able to, you know, get him and his wife on the phone and then all of us came together and, you know, we came to an agreement on price and, you know, the rest is history as far as uh, that particular, uh, that first deal. Nice bro. Okay. So Austin, where did you get the list? So this call? list I actually pulled. So, well, when, so I, like I said, I've been studying for about five to six months, six months. And then I actually got a list. I found uh, somebody named, and you're probably familiar with him too, Kong, is uh, Chris Jefferson. Chris Jefferson actually works with this thing called GeoPoint. And GeoPoint's like, have you heard of GeoPoint before? Mm -mm. Okay, GeoPoint is like a place where you can pull data from, but you pay for the data. So it's not like PropStream, you know, it's not like, like county records. You actually go there and you buy the, the data. So I bought the data there. I bought 65 plus um, tired landlord. And then I bought a vacant property absentee. Okay. And how big this, how big did the list came out to? List came out to, so I organized it to be about 1,500. And then okay. after I skip traced it, I skip traced it with REI, or REI skip. And okay. then I ended up getting back like anywhere from like 800, 900 records. Got it. Okay. Got it. Okay. So you pull the list, you skip trace. Okay. And then you pound the phone and call. And now let's talk about the ARV. How, uh, what is the property's worth? Yeah, so the property ARV is probably around like, if I remember correctly, on this particular property it was around 155. Okay. Um, and then so what I actually did for this particular property was I found other people 
who were uh, selling this or who have actually bought property similar to my condition and my obviously layout, a comp that sold for cash and that another investor bought uh, for cash. So I seen with this particular property that other investors were paying around 70K for the similar property in as condition. So I knew for a fact that I could sell this contract for around that. Um, you know, after speaking with the person, I was trying to shoot for a $10,000, um, an actual spread. He already wanted 60K. He wanted 60K for the property. Wow. So, I, so I knew for a fact that I could, I could get something to work. But I ended up offering him 42500 for the property because I was and trying to create a, a, the biggest spread possible. Of course. But he was not having it. He did not have it. I ended up going up to 50K. He still was super firm at 60000 um, after doing multiple follow-up calls with him, I ended up getting him down to 55,000. And then that's how I was able to generate a spread of 15 K. So this is the first property I got under contract, but it's not the first property that closed. Now I have gotcha. another property. I have another property that was very, 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 it was a, one of the most simple deals I've done. It's yet my biggest spread. And that's the one that I got for $30,000. Ah, gotcha. Okay. So, and how much is uh, the rehab on this one? Rehab on this one. Wow. This one. If I had a, if I really had a guess, especially after, cause I ended up flying out to, to, cause I do everything virtually, I ended up flying out to my marketplace to see this property. It was pretty much like a, a crack shack. There was like, literally we found like a journal where somebody was talking about doing drugs and it was really, really bad. The kitchen had like a fire inside of it. The basement was flooded with like a foot and a half of water. It was, oh, it was, it was disgusting. Yeah. And amongst the time when we had it under contract, there was actually squatters in the property. So my JV partner that uh, he went in and he actually extracted the, the squatters. There was literally a guy who had to pack his bag and get his TV and he left. And then they ended up coming back like literally like two weeks later. So we had multiple times where we had to deal with these squatters. Um, but, you know, if I had a guess as far as, you know, repair costs, it'd probably be anywhere from with how much it's going for now, since it's super expensive, it'd probably be anywhere from 30 to 40 K. 30 to 40, uh, 30 to 40 K. Yeah, exactly. And the guy, so the, the actual buyer who bought this property from us, he's somebody who's more of like a buy and hold type of person. So he is planning on, you know, pretty much just trying to get it up to, to standard to uh, actually rent it out. Cause he actually bought a duplex right, literally right across the street that was in similar condition. Dang. Okay. And how much uh, can you rent it out for? Uh, this one, you can rent it out for about 1200. 1200. So yeah. he buys it at 70. He buys it for, uh, for how much? He bought it for so he bought it for sixty nine 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 hundred so about seventy. Okay, so let's just say seventy thousand. So he bought it for seventy thousand. Mm -hmm. Let's just say he puts forty into it, so he's all in at what seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. So he all in at one hundred twenty thousand. Yeah, just about. And he can and you can rent this out for twelve hundred bucks. That's correct. So basically, that's the one percent rules. And and so he's all in for one twenty, and the property's worth one fifty five. Got it. Hold on a second. So the property's worth 155. So I want to see if he can do the burr. So if I take one, uh, 155 minus um, 75%. So that put him at 116. So basically, if he do the burr strategy, he'll, um, he still have about $4,000 plus closing costs. Let's just say seven. So he still have about $7,000 or so into the property and he gets 1200 bucks in rent. Okay. Gotcha. So hold on a second. Um, okay, hey, now Austin, why do you have to fly out, bro? Um, so actually what ended up happening was, so since I got my two deals uh, that first closed, 
I, I mean, I've been, I've been virtual wholesaling since February and I've actually been trying to wholesale here. I live in San Diego for quite mm. some time. I was trying to wholesale off the MLS. Um, but with that being said, since I've been doing this for so long and failing forward for so long, now the fact that I actually am closing on a deal and it's a big spread for the, my first two, I had to fly out there and actually, you know, be there in person to grab my check. So that's the reason why I ended up flying out there. Oh, nice. Your first deal only closes too, one time. I would too, dude. I yeah. would too, man. And uh, that is the uh, 30K deal? So that was a 30K deal and that was this deal as well. So this, that, oh. that 30,000. And then this one that we're speaking about, like the Crack Shack one is, is $15,000 spread. And then mm -hmm. I JV'd on that one. We did a 60-40 split. And then um, I kept $9,000 in my pocket from that one. Off of the uh, 15,000? Yeah, that's correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, dude. I would fly out to pick the check up too, dude. Now, yeah. what do you do? After, after you got the checks, uh, do you went out and celebrate or what? Um, yes and no. I mean, I went, I was out in Nashville and, uh, uh, you know, when I went there, it was, I pretty much just toured the city. And I really realized like when I was there and I got the checks, I really realized that my life has changed forever. Like, because I've been saying, I'm going to, that I knew for a fact, I knew for a fact years ago that real estate was going to be my vehicle to success. And I finally realized that I cracked the code in the sense of finally, I have an established business that now can cultivate, you know, real estate investing. And when I was out there and I got the checks, it just really hit me. And I was like, really, if I wanted to, I could. I'm not going to do this whatsoever because my goals are very high. But if I wanted to, I could chill for the next few months if I wanted to. I can go and travel. I can do whatever I want. I'm now, from now on, living the lifestyle that I always knew I was going to live. And it just really, really hit me. And it made me really, really excited. And, you know, it's definitely a really, really good feeling. Good, dude. Good for you, bro. Hard work pays off. And it seems like 100%. in the back there, you got a vision board. Yep. Nice. And you, uh, you, uh, you got a, a, a Ferrari on there? Yeah. So that, so the, all the cars you see, I'm a huge car guy. Um, so the first, here, the first car, yeah, me too, man. The first car I'm going to get, it's called a Dodge Viper. Um, I like, Ooh. I've been into cars for a really, really long time. I mean, that's one of the many that I'm going to have in my arsenal for sure. How many horsepower does that thing have? Uh, it has like 650 stock. Ooh, yeah. I'll probably, and I'll probably make it up to like 800, 900. Okay, and uh, how much does it cost uh, for stocks? Um, so for the first, so there's multiple generations I'm getting. The first generation I'm getting is gonna be sixty thousand, and then the one later down the road is gonna be like hundred and eighty thousand. Good for you, bro. Yeah, good for 100%. you. And the thing is, you know, a lot of you, um, and this is what's called this. This is this is discipline. Obviously, Austin, you know, he made the money, could have gone, could have got the car, but it takes discipline. It takes. You know, you got to delay that instant gratification, just like Austin just said, because he has bigger goals, bigger dreams. Same with me. Dude, I, I, I could have got a Ferrari a long time ago, dude. Long, long, long time ago when I was like, when I was like, in my, when I was like 30, I could have got it. Long time ago. But dude, I wait seven years. Because to me, here's how I look at this. When you decide to make a purchase of a supercar or, or, or right, like a toy, a very extravagant toy. My, my way of thinking is if you can make that in a month, then you can afford it. And I'm not talking about just one month. I'm talking about consistently every single month. So you want a $500,000 car? Show me you can pump out 500,000 every single month. Then you deserve it. Because all you're doing is that you're just taking out of the 12 months, you take one month to buy what excites you and what even motivates you to even hustle even harder. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, reward yourself, treat yourself. But when, when my wife and I, when we closed our first deal and made like 50 G's off our first, off our first fix and flip, 
guess what I did? I took her out to a very fancy restaurant and our bill came to like, I think 150 bucks. And we're like, whoa, Lon, we, 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 Lon, this is crazy. Because, you know, we used to go out and, you know, our most expensive is like, you know, 20 bucks, $25. And anything to us beyond $100, um, like, like a meal, like when, we, when I see people eat like a $100 meal, I said, man, that's a baula. That's rich. That's rich people. Now I realize most of them are just show, but they got a no money. <laughs> They're trying to be a bowler, but got no dollar, baby. So yeah, but that's what that's what the wife and I did. I just took her out for a nice dinner just to reward herself. And the next day, it's just go back to the hustle and the grind again, just because you got such a big goals and big dreams. So you got to understand the bigger your goals, and most people don't understand this. I want to be a billionaire. I want to be a multi. I want to have a hundred million. Listen to me. The bigger your goals and the bigger your dreams, the larger the price tag you have to pay. So listen, which means your life won't be as fun. It won't be as good because you just keep on chasing that goal, right? You keep on going higher, higher, higher level. So just remember, bigger goals, bigger, bigger goal, bigger dreams, bigger price tag, bigger the sacrifice you have to make in life. I have no desire being a billionaire. Right now, dude, my goal is to make a million bucks a month. Dude, and I'm enjoying my way there already, baby. So um, anyways, uh, okay, man. So now how do you find, how do you find the buyer? Uh, so the way I found the buyer was, uh, so, okay, initially what had happened was I went to my marketplace, right? And once again, this is all virtual. So what I did was I joined all the Facebook groups that were correlated with my actual, uh, my marketplace, anything that's investor niche, you know, real estate investing niche. I started posting posts in there, like requesting certain things. I ended up making a friend there um, off of one of the Facebook groups, and he had a lot of buyers. So I knew that I needed to find, you know, somebody who can delegate buyers at the actual property. So that's how I ended up JVing with him, and he had a buyer that he, he you know, hooked, hooked a deal up with. Nice, nice, bro. So, um, um, Austin, we're kind of running out of time, man, but just wrap this up. One is what are some last words you want to uh, tell the viewer? Yeah, 100%. So one thing I can 100% say is to, you know, dial in your mind. The most important thing is to first work on yourself to then, you know, get the, the reap the, the rewards that you want, right? You, it all first starts with you no matter what. And this is 100% possible. Keep in mind, four or five months ago, I was $18,000 in debt, you know, basically on the verge of depression, not knowing what I want, what was going to happen and worried. But since I, you know, continuously stay consistent and was dedicated, right, I ended up reaping the results of that. So one thing I cannot say is to focus on your mind first and the rest will come. Bro, dude, nothing changed. Listen, nothing in your life. And, and, and Austin pretty much already said the best, but I just want nothing in your life. Nothing, nothing will change health, wealth, love, or happiness. Nothing, none of those will change unless you, my friend change. And once you change who you are, everything else around you will start to change because you will start to look at things differently. You start surrounding yourself with different people because the people that you used to hang out with, the loser, you no longer have the desire to hang out with them because when you hang out with them, to you, it's just a waste of time when you could have been making that money. <laughs> so yeah. Austin, how can people connect with you, bro? Yeah, absolutely. The best way to contact me would be through my Instagram. So Austin LaPercio, just as you guys see it on the screen, I'm also going to be launching my uh, my YouTube channel. So for the people who, you know, are looking to, you get to see me. I recorded everything from the beginning, you know, from my very first calls to literally as I progress along the stages. 
So anybody can watch it and literally replicate exactly what I'm doing to therefore, you know, get success in your own business. And you get to see a lot of my mentality and what it takes to, to get successful. So you go ahead and follow me on Instagram. You'll see a lot of more stuff, more content posted around real estate investing. And one thing I can say too, Kong, is that I guarantee you this is not going to be, you know, the first or last time you see me. This probably, there's going to be a day where I'll be on stage with you 100%. I promise you oh. that. And, uh, you know, I'm here to here for a long time and I'm excited to see where I'll be in the next five to 10 years. Bro, I love that, man. I can already see that you, you are a freaking true hustler, bro. And the one thing that I can give that I can give to you in this video, Austin, mm -hmm. is if you want to grow really big in the personal brand space and mix, like create another five to six streams of income based off your personal brand, as you are always documenting your journey. And I think you probably heard this already, but I'm just going to say it in case you don't. It's promise me, don't monetize your audience until you at least, I would say at least in the 50,000, 50,000 if you can, plus subscriber. Instagram or whatever. The bigger, the, the, the longer you can delay monetizing, which means, hey, which means everything you like, hey, go check out, hey, I check out my course or hey, oh, DM me this and then you send them a link to your course. The more value, the bigger you grow, bro, if you can delay that monetization and just give, 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 and until you get really, really big, I, dude, you will make way more than you trying to make the little baby money along the way. And a lot, I see a lot of influencers that are trying to build their brand are, are making all this mistakes and if you if you actually follow and, and see you understand that they can't grow their following they get like ten thousand maybe twenty thousand followers but they will never be they will never be a big name because everything to them was a pitch was a sales leading your the followers to a funnel and that's to me stepping over dollars for pennies so me right now bro on my personal brand no pitch no ads 165 G's last month, no pitch, no ads, none of that. If I were to pitch just twice a month or once a month on all my social media, I know I can make easily 250 a month, no problem, but I don't. And I learned this from Gary Vee. So I don't know if you Gary Vee, you follow yeah, him or not, Hundred percent. but dude, he's all about that. And when you get to a certain point where you have so much big, dude, that's when you know it's time now because there's people going to reach out to you and say, hey, Austin, love what you do, man. Do you have a course? Until you get big and dude, and if I were you, 80% of your focus should be growing your audience on TikTok. 10% should be on Instagram and YouTube. So listen to me again, dude, because I'm going to give you, because most people don't understand and underestimate TikTok. But, but you want to spend 80% of your time on TikTok because that is where you're going to get the most exposure. You try to go viral on YouTube and Instagram, dude, call me back in a hundred years. Dude, if you try to get a viral video, I'm not talking about a hundred thousand views. I'm talking about a million views. Try. I don't think, I honestly do 99, like almost like it will, dude, un un unless miracle happen, you'll get that. But on TikTok, your chance of that could be any video. So I would you, that's what I would do. 80% on TikTok, trying to build your brand there. And then, and then just, and then when people see, when you grow big on there, everything else will grow. Your YouTube, your Instagram, everything else will go. Because right now, that is where the cheapest you can get your attention. That's it. That's, that, that's, that's all I got for you, bro. And that's how I'm able to get my TikTok, dude, to 2.7 million now. Because I put, you got to understand, 
is 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 is, is that wherever you put your 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 energy, right? Energy, energy flow where the focus is, right? Wherever you will put your focus is, energy will flow. And where energy flow, that's where the money is going to grow, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I would do if I were you. But anyways, you guys, if you haven't, you want to follow Austin, I'll make sure I put all of his, um, obviously, tag or whatever right there in the description so you can follow him. But I want to say thank you so much, you guys, for the love, for the support, watching this. I hope this video add a lot of value to you. It is a little bit longer than what I wanted. And Austin, I want to say thank you so much for jumping on, bro. Yeah, absolutely. And I look forward to seeing you again. And I'll shout you out when I have a million followers on TikTok and 50K on Instagram. Appreciate it, bro. Thank yeah, you. Man, appreciate you. Bye.